When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, in stock now. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Welcome to the Summer Run Home with your hosts, The Professor, James Rochford and Andrew Barney Barnett. Yes, it is the Summer Run Home and a big thanks to the studio band Shaggy. He's in today. Uh, he's <laughs> Doesn't he do a good, good job? He does. He's very good live. Uh, fantastic song. Uh, this is the third hour. We had a cracking couple of, <laughs> couple of hours to start with. We are attempting to buy something in the Alan Jones auction. Go on oh. to Lawson's and tell us what to buy. Zero four five seven. So many good seven three six seven three six. Give uh, Brooksy is out of the studio, but he told us spend whatever you want. Um, I know Brooksy had his eye on a hieroglyphic alphabet on papyrus in gilt reversible frame, fifty one centimeters by forty three centimeters. Why? And you know what? I reckon we could get that for eight why, bucks. Why would you need a second one of those, Brooksy? Oh, do you never know <laughs> when the, the first place, one goes down. The new down. place has two toilets. Yeah, right. yeah. So he needs okay. something else for the back of the other toilet doors. Fair enough. So. Now, uh, SEN, Sport Never Sleeps. Um, tonight, the Sporting Flame with Jimmy Smith and Simon O'Donnell and the Global Game with Simon Hill and Alex Brosk. Joga Benito, it's going to be wonderful. Don't miss it. Now, we do have a new segment here. Um, we have to. It's a snow report segment brought to you by Stockley. Skis, if you're hitting the slopes, hit them with Stockley. They are Burns Best mm. out of Switzerland. Um, do you mind, Gibbo, if uh, we just quickly, if we do uh, the New Zealand snow report? Of course we can. Uh, Mount Hutt? Mount Hutt, sorry, zero lifts today. Uh, uh, the treble cone? Treble cone, yep. Ooh, that one's zero lifts too. The Remarkables? Remarkables, that is zero lifts. Come back next year. Okay, Coronet Peak? Coronet Peak, oh, that one is a good one normally, but yeah, zero lifts. And Mount Hutt? Oh, Mount Hutt, what a beautiful area that is. Uh, zero lifts, I'm afraid. Fantastic. Now, if you are, I did Mount Hutt twice because uh, it's, it's my favourite. It's that bloody good. <laughs> it is. Now, just a reminder, if you, if you are skiing, ski with a friend. Okay. Um, speaking of New Zealand, uh, we now cross to an old colleague of ours and mm. a dear friend to give you a, a New Zealand update. Gibbo often will give us a New Zealand update update in here. His name is Nick Ratto. He's a, he's a terrific comedian out of the North or South Island, Nick? Uh, I think it's the North Island okay. that goes by these days. Okay. So thanks very much for the intro. Uh, my pleasure. Uh, Nick, how are you first and foremost? Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yeah, very good, mate. Um, just listening to the ski report, I thought I didn't realise it was a New Zealand ski report. I thought it was just you reporting on your bench press with the amount of zero lifts that were. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. he's coming. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of uh, bench presses, I believe Alan Jones is selling Alan one. Alan Jones Nick. is selling a bench press. So <laughs> How many? If you want to, I don't know what shipping to New Zealand would be, Nick, but for for 150 yeah. bucks, uh, bench press. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, you've seen Alan Jones. It's it's. Done some weights in its time. <laughs> it's worn out. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It. Yeah, it's worn out. Second hand, third hand, maybe even fourth hand. So keen for it. I'm just, um, <laughs> I'm currently waiting, currently waiting on an AliExpress order. So um, with, with our couriering situation at the moment in New Zealand, probably about maybe seven months. Great. So yeah, are the borders open it. over there, mate? Are, 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 
you guys still hunkering, yeah. hiding from COVID, or is it? Uh, have you reopened to the world? Well, I don't know if I should be telling you this, but this is a bit of a breaking news, I guess. But um, what a lot of people don't know is that um, you know Stewart Island. No, that third <laughs> island. Oh, okay. Is there a third New Zealand okay. island? Oh, is there like a West town. Island yeah. or an East Island? Right. No, no. So this, so we've got the North Island, right? Yeah. Yep. And then we've got the South Island. Yeah. Yep. Guess, guess where? Guess where Stewart Island is? Not in between them. <laughs> it, no, it's below the South Island. Oh wow! So oh, we we ran that. out of ideas early um, <laughs> when we named our islands. <laughs> oh no! There's another one. Oh no! Yeah. Where is it? <laughs> South of here. Oh, but this is oh, yeah, the South yeah. Island. Oh, shut up, Stuart. What yeah. do we call it? Yeah. <laughs> Stuart Island. He's the guy that pushed yeah. for South yeah, Island. That's to be the right. South Island. Yeah. And I'm assuming was Stuart his first name. Oh yeah, he was actually a, one of those rare double double Stuarts. Stuart. He was, a, he was, yeah, Stuart the second, and uh, so he got his own own island named after him. But anyway, a little little um, well, only New Zealanders really know this, but that on Stuart Island, but it's a little island below the South Island. That's where the lockbox is for the South Island. So we just <laughs> leave that down there. <laughs> you guys, if you guys. <laughs> Oh, what's if you the guys want it? Yeah, it's uh, you're never going to guess it. It's four sucksters. <laughs> so it's it's sucks, something sucks. that we can. Sucks, yeah, sucks. and then and then yeah, but it's just behind the um the silver fern there. So if you can okay. find it, it's um just under there. And then if you can get into the South Island, that's good. Yeah. And then the code for there's a chub alarm on the South Island, <laughs> and that's. And that's just 24, uh, uh, 24, 24. And that's just, that's not even a joke. That's just, that's just a serious, serious, um, that's serious. <laughs> that's the actual code. That's very kind uh, of you yeah. to give so, us and our listeners uh, the yeah. chance just to come across to the South Island via Stewart yeah. Island. How do you get to Stewart Island? Yeah. Uh, it's a good question. Um, mainly um, just by uh, Waka. Uh, which is um, uh, Maldi for canoe, um, or you could just you just could just fly there as well. So it's right. whatever you want. It's how intrepid you want to make it. Is is the, is what I'm trying to tell you there. And so yeah, it's good. But yeah, make make the call and um, get get on down there. Bring a bench press if you can. Oh, well, now, Brooksy, was this a travel segment or was there a reason we were now. calling? Oh, yeah, we need no, some credits. And Nick, we want brought to you by uh, New Ze- Pure New Zealand. 100% Pure oh, New Zealand, yes. this segment. Uh, now, okay. let's quickly <laughs> let's quickly chat some uh, Ki- Kiwi sport, Nick, if we can. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Auckland yes. Nines is coming up. Um, you guys mm. must be pretty pumped. How's the field looking? It's good. It's going well. Uh, the only problem this year is that we've actually had, um, well, it's a bit of an admin error. Um, it's going to be the Auckland 11s now because a couple other teams have decided to, well, they've paid their registration fee. And so um, the, the Pakaranga Raiders are going to be um, putting in a, a team. And, um, and weirdly enough, Stewart Island um, champions, they're going to be coming up too. So, yeah, so look for some so, new talent. So just out so there. I know, Nick, you do know that Auckland mm. Nines, the number nine is based on the number of players on the field, not the number of oh. teams. 
Oh, okay. Well, this is this is very bit much an admin error. <laughs> He's going to have to go bugger under and cancel their registration. They've got too many people. Oh, no. Well, we're going to have, and we've already spent that money that they've spent as well. So that's okay. All right. So we're going to have to we're going to have to cancel the sausage sizzle, guys. So that's that's a shame. But um, okay, cool. Well, that's, mate, that's going to change a lot of tactics, I think, on the field. <laughs> mate, um, so, so with, um, with obviously, uh, we're enjoying some Kiwis visiting our shores here. In the, Have you been yes, watching the Big yeah. Bash? Do, do they, do they yep. broadcast the Big Bash? Yeah, it runs, it runs after the Super Smash. Does it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, and so, yeah, we gather around the iPhone and um, just have a little look. And um, it's we don't actually get it like live broadcasted to us. It's kind of like on ESPN Crick Info. We kind of follow it off that. And um, but but boy, it's an exciting game, isn't it? When you when those three dots are, are, are going away, like as as if there's going to be something typed, um, <laughs> we really get excited. Just texting through the results. <laughs> hey, um, so we, obviously there's some uh, some Kiwis playing it. Are you guys missing Colin de home and uh, Trent Bolt? I think's mm, playing in the yeah. Jimmy Neesham. Jimmy Neesham. Mm. Who's who's Martin collecting Gumbel? their mail, mate? Oh. Mm. Well, here's the thing, like, um, we didn't realize that they'd gone. Um, we just uh, assumed because we'd just seen Kane Williamson and, and uh, Devin Conway just bat for about three or four days. So we right. just assumed that they were, we didn't even know that, know that they were there. So, but, um, you know, we are, miss, we are missing them. Um, there is a little bit of a, yeah, we, I mean, we don't check every day, but we, we like to just sort of, you know, just, uh, you know, collect the mail, put the rubbish out and um, feed the cat. And that's not a euphemism either. So that's actually, we literally go and do that. <laughs> hey, Nick, how is the Super yeah. Smash going? We're big Super Smash fans in here. Yeah. Gibbo, mm. who works with us. Who's your yeah. favourite team, Gibbo? Uh, the Firebirds. Otago Firebirds, yes. I believe. Well, Wellington, but that's well, yeah, okay. Wellington, all, I got I, the, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, right. <laughs> who's leading the Super Smash, and uh, who's going to win the whole thing, mate? Well, listen, it's you know, um, it's the Auckland Aces every day of the week um, because that's the only other team I know. Great, but, um, great, good. Also, no, no, the st- oh, the, the Stags always have, have got a good shot, um, but the Auckland Aces, uh, Wellington Firebirds are pretty good. Um, you know, anyone can win it, and that's that's why we enjoy cricket. <laughs> and uh, this is detailed, Nick. <laughs> did you know we Listen, were calling? You Nick? Did you know that we? Did I we... didn't. Know... No, you didn't yeah. know we were calling. Well, to be honest, I was too busy uh, trying to clear the Gronholm's mailbox, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> what about hey, I'm, Nick? I'm, I'm... <laughs> yeah, I know you're a Joga Benito man. Let's talk some um, round ball. Mm. What mm. about how the Wellington mm. Phoenix? What are their chances this mm. year? Of... Uh, winning the A-League, hoisting the toilet seat. Yes. Well, um, it's pretty good, actually. Like, it's probably the same as every other year that we've lost. So, um, okay. oh, yeah. So, but you, the, here's the thing about our name. Um, I don't know if you know you know this, uh, but the name Phoenix uh, is actually, um, we, we rise from the ashes uh, every year. And so each, to- each time we... Um, well, I don't know how we get don't get relegated is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more of a River Phoenix type performance from oh, the Wellington. Yeah. Well, hey, he's no longer with us. I know. He is no longer with us. Check it, Brooksy. No, he definitely. No, he's definitely no longer with us. Uh, how was uh, – what about oh, – let's check in with some Kiwi icons. Lord, how was her Christmas, yeah. mate? 
Yeah, she's going well. She's, um, I don't know if you guys know this, you know how like a lot of countries like Korea and all that kind of stuff, they do like military service and it's like a, um, you have to go away and do that. Like that's mandatory for mm. one or two years. Well, she's currently doing that because she was so successful, so young. She's actually have to come back and she's currently do that, but it's at this place in New Zealand called Sheep World. <laughs> and, um, so she's got to just go and attend, you know, tend to the sheep there and um, just uh, take a couple of shows and um, just do her service, do her time there. And a sheep keep that running Because that's sheep husbandry. That's right. Exactly. There's, I mean, there's other stuff there too, but we, <laughs> the world is sort of mainly based around the sheep and um, yeah. And people, it's a great, listen, it's a great um, morning out. And um, yeah, you should definitely, if you're Sounds over here, very good. if you've got an hour that? and a half to spend. Oh, great. It's just north of, um, yeah, it's just north of um, uh, the South Island. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick, a little I... place called uh, yep. Puhoi. Mm. Yes, it's a beautiful place. Hey, uh, Nick, yep. obviously the New Zealand Warriors, you're a big Warriors man. Mm. Um, you often talk uh, about what you call the, the golden yep. period for the Warriors, which is well, origin every yeah. year, when all the best players leave and the Warriors win two or three games. I yeah. meant the first 20 minutes after halftime. Sorry, yeah, the first 20 minutes. <laughs> Talk to me about the Warriors pre-season. Have you been down to the Black yeah. Sand Hills? Are they running up yes. Pihar? Are their feet burning? What's happening? Yeah, so, I mean, this, I guess, is more breaking news for you guys, but, I, um, I mean, I shouldn't really be telling you this, but there's word around the camp this year that this is our year. So um, this is this is our year. Um, we're gonna do it. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna win the games, and we're gonna we're gonna win the win the title. And so that's just some of the inspirational stuff that's coming out of that camp. Um, you know, before they've even run up the sand dunes. So it's a little different afterwards after they've done the work. But um, you know, after they're a little bit tired and a bit puffed. So. You know, there's a lot of negative thoughts going in there, like, "Oh, can we fit in our tops again?" But it's because we, you know, because we use the same ones as for the last three or four years. Oh, you guys so don't get don't new get, ones. We don't get new ones because, um, yeah, I, I don't think the, I don't think we've actually been sponsored for the last three years. I think we're just trying to hide that. Um, yeah, it's, it's just because it's a it's a results based sponsorship program that we signed right. foolishly. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Nick, <laughs> Nick, I um I got some breaking news for you, mate. Uh, we just got the uh, the test cricket on here in the studio, yes. and uh, Tim yes. Southey's just been stumped, mate. Abra has just oh. uh, has just got him uh, trying to come down the pitch. He's he's out for ten, uh, nine yeah. for three forty five. What is the buzz mm. around this uh, Pakistan tour over mm. there in uh, in the, the land of the long white cloud? Yeah, well, we basically we train for this series um, on on a for the for the wicket over there on a well, it's a secret ingredient over here called astroturf, <laughs> and so we were we were we were expecting a flat wicket, and yeah, we sort of got out there. A lot of there were a lot of man standing type um, situations uh, down here. Trained for that, a lot of flat wicket, a lot of concrete-based um, pitches that we, we sort of, you know, just to get us ready for the Pakistan tour. But <clears throat> here's a little thing. You guys are aware, obviously, of Brendan McCullum, the Baz ball. Oh, God. Uh, go. That's been going on in, in uh, oh. for England. It's working so well. Well, breaking news again, Tim Southey, we've actually released a, a thing at this very point in time. It's called uh, T-Ball. And this is where, <laughs> basically, we... 
put everything on a plate for everybody else. Just whack us round, um, get us out whatever you want. <laughs> and um, and that's pretty much it. So we're, we're playing this, a brand of cricket called T-Ball. Put it out there for everyone else to, to you know, to win. Because, you listen, when you're current world test champions, oh, sometimes, no. <laughs> sometimes you just need to let other people have a go, you know, and that's that's great. You and can't win so, a short-form um, tournament, though, can you? You can come close. You can come <laughs> very, very close. Yeah, we can come very close. But, again, the nice guys at cricket always go, listen, do we? who needs this more? Mm. Um, is it the other team or is it us? And yeah. we've, you know, because we've got that test thing up our, our sleeve, we're like, oh, let's just let the other one guys have a go. And, you know, we just, we only win, um, like trophies that are wands that are like staff. <laughs> that's the, and uh, so Gandalf that's, in them. That's the, yeah, that's the, that's the Middle Earth in us. We just, <laughs> we only, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Anything less than a wand, we won't win. So makes, makes perfect sense. All right, well, Nick, just <laughs> finally, is there anything you want to say to the people of Australia? There's probably about 26 million listening to us right now. Yep. Is there a message Absolutely. from New Zealand you would like to give to Australia? Yep. Absolutely. So just, you know, when if you could, once you do get the, the key out of the lockbox, if you could just put it back in and scramble the code, because then <laughs> that just... It just makes it just keeps it secure. So that's that's saying with that. So yeah, okay, advice um, for New Zealand customs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and don't bring any fruit in with you because that's a, that's a problem for us as well. Well, <laughs> hey Nick, wonderful to chat to you again. Hopefully you Great. come over here soon and we can um, catch up and um, yeah, we'll do and do uh, do what people do when they catch up. Which, yeah, um, absolutely. A couple of LMPs in the chili bin, yeah, mate. Yeah, hopefully. Just have a good time. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Nick. We'll nice speak one, to you later. Jess. Bye Cheers, bye. Boys. <laughs> Merry Christmas. See you. Bye. Oh, yeah. You saw that? Is he gone? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is he gone, Gibbo? He's gone. Oh, Gibbo yeah, was messing with the fate. Just one Kiwi on at a time, he says. Very, very <laughs> funny, man. Very good comedian. Nick Ratto. Look him up on Instagram and Twitter and everything. Dunny uh, agreed. He said, who is this guy? He's hilarious. I am stoned, though. Um, yeah, sounds like a good afternoon, Dunny. Mate, that is Nick's key audience members are yeah. people that are stoned. He always asks for that. That's what he absolutely loves. Now, uh, we've got a few minutes here. Should we quickly do Rochi's rumour mill? Should Should you want to? Let's do it. This is a new, another new segment which we'll we will have a stinger for Mm. eventually uh, with some. I'm thinking something off uh, something Fleetwood Mac Mm. off Rumors. Yes. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. See what you did there. That's could we do that, Gibbo? Could you? Yeah, absolutely. Great, thank you, mate. That's you heard of Fleetwood Mac, Gibbo? Uh, Zero lifts. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. I've heard. I saw it on Instagram. Hey, very good. (laughs) Known Very, for their Instagram, they are. They've, they've got a lot of followers, I think. Fleetwood Mac on Instagram. Are they still with us? They're not together. Oh, there no. you go. Well, that's hey, look that couples. one up, Brooksy. I think they're, but they're still with us. Some yeah. of them, yes. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, so uh, pretty simple. Can you introduce the Rochi's rumor mill so it's not me just talking? Up yeah. So segment? this Can is you? this is basically yeah. a uh, a segment that um, well, we all know you as the Mate. guy who's got the drum. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, yeah, buddy, yeah, buddy, yeah, if you want to know what's going on in sports, what's going on in show business, what's going on in Alan Jones auctions, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the last one you're not as good on, but no, the others you are, you always have the you've got near to the ground, you've got the heartbeat, the finger on the pulse of what's going on out there in the sporting world, Professor. You always know the inside scoop. So, 
What have you got for us today? This is a true one. I know you guys, oh, he's just going to carry on. This is a real one. This is a rumour uh, that I heard to do with the John Bateman contract. Ooh. Uh, now, when I say heard, I, I found it on a piece of paper. So there is somebody that works. You mean in... snooping in bins again? Yeah. Yes, I have. I was looking for food for an eclair, actually. <laughs> I saw somebody put an eclair in a bin <laughs> earlier. Brooksy, that was a Seinfeld reference there for you. Thank you. And uh, I came, stumbled across this piece of paper, and somebody in the building must work for the Tigers, do they? To some, because it, was a, it had a, a Tigers letterhead, and it was addressed to someone, and it said, hey, keep this to yourself, but... So John Bateman has signed a four-year deal. Did it, did it start with Dear Mr. Warren? Mate, I didn't, I didn't want to say his name. Oh, sorry. Let's <laughs> just call him uh, W. Mate, the whole point of the rumour mill is you don't out people. You've just ruined my sauce, my deep throat. He's gone. <laughs> well, I'll never be able to use this bloke again. Anyway, sorry about that. Uh, so the rumour is that in John Bateman's contract that this year, on August 6th, that he does not have to play. Really? Yeah. What's happening in August 6th? Well, why, why you, not? Look, you look it up. Look it up on Google. What's that, what? round 23? Yeah, round 23. Have a oh, look yeah. at what's happening. Okay. Round 23. Canberra. Doesn't just, have to go to Canberra. Saying. Just saying. But, yeah, I know, wow. mate. That was Rochi's rumour mill. <laughs> oh. Mate, if you've got any rumours, send them to me. Or put, pop them in the bin near the door here, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'll, uh, I'll go in and get them. All right, we've got about half an hour to go with this. This has been a wonderful afternoon. Uh, you are on the summer run home with the Professor and Barney. We will be back very soon. Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, in stock now. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. The summer run home with the Professor and Barney on SEN. Yes, you are on the summer run home. We've been trialling a bunch of new segments this afternoon and they have been going, well, let's say mixed. <laughs> Would you say yeah. that? Yeah, yours wasn't great, but mine were pretty good. Mate, you're right. Um, <laughs> I'm getting some more requests for, hey, please break down more bowling action. Is that what they're asking yeah. for? People love Talk it. Talk more about bowlers' shoe sizes. Mm. Hey, uh, we've just had a text from Michael Boys. How can you go past lot one in the Alan Jones auction? Croquet would be the perfect sport to play in the studio and around the office. And Paramount could broadcast it. I added that on the end, Michael. That is perfect, Michael. That's... You are a thinker. Um, look, do we start a GoFundMe to make sure we don't miss out on the croquet set? Yes, I think that's a great idea. Would you want the croquet set around here, Brooksy? Can I we afford so. that? I think we've we've got the putting green. I think it's only right that we get the croquet set to put next to the putting green. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, that's actually really good. Now, uh, it's time for another one of your uh, segments here, mm. Barney. Um, and this is from Popular Demand. Um, yes. Do you, want to, do you want to just take it away or do you want me to introduce it? You introduce it. Okay, this is the La Liga report. Uh, it is La Liga only on Optus Sport. Now, what is the La Liga, Barney? La Liga is the Spanish uh, football league, the uh, Joga Bonita of Spain, if you will. And, uh, geez, they have a good time over there. Uh, the latest round, real competitive one. Uh, I don't know if you saw on uh, day before New Year's Eve, Friday, the 30th of December, Girona took on Rayo Are you going to do a Vallecano. Spanish accent or not? Rayo Vallecano. Uh, I no, I think I'm not. you have the Rayo Vallecano. There's no S's. How do you? Yeah. <laughs> well, you have anyway, to the score yeah, was 2-2. Yeah. Uh, same day, Real Betis uh, took on Athletic Club 0-0. Wasn't that Seemed a bum burner Aussie, of a game? Uh, Atletico Madrid on the same day... Uh, prevailed over Ike. 
Elche. Elche. It's very small type on the screen. <laughs> Two you zero. Can zoom in. Uh, go to TAFE or Getafe. Uh, go to TAFE. <laughs> beat uh, Mallorca 2 zip. Hey, and that's a good one. Stick it up, you Mallorca. Um, Getafe really gave you the business. Uh, then uh, Celta Vigo played Sevilla and they. Sevilla. Sevilla. And they, uh, they drew one all, um, as did Cadiz, Cadiz and Almeria. Cadiz. Uh, and that was, that was the New Year's Eve classic. And uh, rounding out the New Year's Eve round, Valladolid uh, <laughs> were absolutely destroyed by Real Madrid, uh, who had their stars back from the World Cup. I Did believe. they? Which stars were <laughs> they? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> two can, you just, can you name me two? And, uh, yeah, name me no. two of them. Two, two goals. Let's scorers. start with one. Two Give me one. Anyway, then start. Uh, the New Year's Day. You have what to a way say to this start with a Spanish accent. This what a way. Barcelona, Barcelona and Espanol uh, <laughs> won, won all. That's, a, that's the derby. That's the Barca derby. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yes. The New Year's derby, if you would. I love um, soccer that ends. The only thing I love more than a one-all draw is a nil-all draw. Yes. Well, you would have loved uh, Real Sociedad uh, versus Asuna. Um, but Real Sociedad, bam, 2-0. Had the business over uh, Oceana there. And Villarreal, Villarreal uh, took on Valencia on uh, the last of the New Year's Day games. And you know what? They got the beans to one mate over Valencia. It is you. They the took you... home the oranges, if you would. <laughs> hey. The way you pronounce those Spanish towns, it's it's almost as though oh I grew gosh. up in country New South Wales, <laughs> isn't it? It is. Don't miss a second of the La Liga action only on Optus Sport. Do you know the reason why Spanish people speak with a bit of a lisp? Uh, it's part of their accent. Do you know why, Brooksy? No. One of Spain's medieval kings, usually identified as King Ferdinand, had a lisp. I mean, there's a bit of a rumour, but this is what they say there. So the people, to not make himself feel self-conscious, they started speaking with a lisp. Fast forward 3,000 years, and you're saying and, Valencia. And Barcelona yeah. are on top of the table, uh, out there in front on 38 points. Uh, only just a smidge in, t- in front of Real Madrid, also on 38 points, but uh, better... Not uh, a bit behind on goal difference there. So. There you go. I mean, you were very it's good at that. It's tight at the top of the table. It is. La Liga is always tight at the top of the table. We always say that. Mm. Uh, it's time now. Sports bet, same race, multi, combined multiple run- runners in the same race for bigger odds. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. We cross now down to Melbourne to our old friend from sports bet, Josh Jenkins. Are you there, Josh? I am, boys, and uh, I'm not in Melbourne. I'm a little bit further away. I'm up in Swan Hill, a place you've probably never heard of, but Mate. Uh, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Know, I, I know Swan Hill. Hill. I know oh, Swan Hill. Not. You're on the Murray there, mate? I'm on the bulging Murray River at, at, uh, yeah. at the moment. I've never seen uh, the Murray as full as it is now, which, um, of course, has been problematic, but is nice to look at for those of us who don't have farms near the river. Mate, take a, take a trip down to Kerrang and really treat yourself. Beautiful little town uh, nearby there. Um, Swan Hill's a great spot, mate. You you up there visiting family or what's going on? Yeah, myself and my wife are both from up here. So uh, it's um, uh, quite handy that we can both come back here and see everyone we need to see. So it's been good. Go on, Barney. Tell him where you're from. Get all excited. No, I'm not. Well, I'm not from miles from there, mate. I'm just a little further up river. A little place called Corowa was where I spent a lot of my childhood, <laughs> mate. Um, uh, yep, 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 yep. A little, a little, a little way up the river. A little, yeah. little, little drive up the road, probably four hours. That's not yeah. too bad. 
That's all right. Now, did you do the uh, run home in Melbourne today? For sorry, for Melbourne, Sen. Yes, I did. I did. I did it from the uh, my my good friend's lounge room. So uh, hopefully it came through nicely. But from my point of view, it was uh, very cosy. The Swan Home. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you had a. I'm, I'm hoping you had a nice little Chardonnay with some cheese and bickies or something. If you're in a lounge room, oh, I could get used to. Uh, could get used to laying on the floor doing uh, doing the radio from flat on my back in the lounge room. But uh, I don't think the uh, the higher uppers would appreciate. Oh, it. mate, they don't understand good radio, mate. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, now, the, let's get into the odds here, Josh. The BBL is the Melbourne Derby tonight. I'm sure you spoke at length about it on the Melbourne run home, the Stars and the Renegades. What do you got for us? Yeah, this will be a, it's an interesting game. And I'll tell you what, betting on these games head-to-head is always uh, troublesome. So be wary, punters, and gamble responsibly, of course. $1.80 the Stars, $2.02 the Renegades. The Renegades have been dangerous at different stages. This game's at the MCG, the mighty MCG. Hopefully uh, the, uh, the fans turn up because we haven't had massive crowds across the uh, BBL this season. But the Stars will enter as favourites $1.80 and the Renegades two oh two in the uh, in the um, famous Melbourne Derby. Mate, I'm, I'm on the Gades. I reckon they're good value at $2.02. Uh, mate, now let's talk uh, the other form of cricket, the, the long game, the test tomorrow. What do you, what do you got for us in the uh, third test, mate? Well, not much in terms of the head-to-head market because the Aussies have dominated thus far. South Africa have been woeful. Don't worry about the West Indies. The Proteas have been terrible. So they're $9. Australia are $1.35. The draw's four You'd imagine there's no chance of the draw. But what about this? A little uh, special market you'll see on your sports bet app. To score 100 bingo. That's what it's called. To score a 100 bingo. So any player of Warner, Labashane, Smith and Varane. So if two of those four score 100 in their first innings, you can have six bucks. So I reckon that's a nice little play because the head-to-head markets, they're not no good to us because Australia will likely win. $1.35 is no good. So if any two of Warner, Labashane, Smith or Varane score a ton, we get six bucks. That sounds all right to me, boys. That's a very good one. That's, that's a very good, uh, yeah, very good deal. Now, Josh, before you go, uh, Barney has been um, dipping his toe into the uh, – what you want to work for Sportsbit, basically, Barney. Is that right? Basically. But I find sometimes you guys just do the headline sports, <laughs> mate. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm looking here. Um, uh, what I want you to do, Josh, let's put the shoe on the other foot. Just go to me. Hey, Barney, what's going on in the Triple J Hottest 100 market? And I'm just going to nail it. Triple J Hottest 100, interesting. Um, I'll tell, what, I'll tell you the... what's going on, right? Because you were telling me, right, there's a hole in your budget, dear Labor, in brackets club remix uh, by the Liberal Party of Australia specials. Um, they are $46 to win the Triple J Hottest 100 or um, where I think is probably the value is $13 to finish top five, Professor. Now, uh, you were telling me your favourite song of the year has been Slave to the Funk, uh, Big Twisty and the Funk Nasty uh, specials. Uh, now, they are paying $34 to win the Hottest 100. Right. Um, and 17 to finish top three. Very good. Mate, got... 17 a place, Mate, as we uh, say. Well, Josh, I've got some odds. Uh, uh, Barney's paying $1.01 for the SEN people to tell him to stop promoting a different channel, I think. Um, <laughs> a, di- a different radio station. 
Do you think? Oh, we, don't <laughs> have a hottest, we don't have a hottest 100. Dollar one. Uh, Renaissance Man, the main theme to the White Lotus. <laughs> that uh, is very good. That's, oh, that that's $101 good. to win the. Uh, it's $101 to win the hottest hottest 100 at Sportsbet. As always, gamble responsibly. All right, hey, we will let you go, Josh. Enjoy your time. I like that, boys. Enjoy you Swan Hill, mate. We've got markets like that. We're losing our way. But um, <laughs> if you're getting involved in the markets for the Triple J Hottest 100, please gamble responsibly. <laughs> Thanks, you, Josh. Very good. Sports bet. Same race, multi combined, multiple runners in the same race. Four bigger odds, conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. Thank you to Josh from Sports Bet there. Uh, now, Barney, the text messages are still coming in thick mm. and fast for, uh, for this online bidding that you're doing on Alan Jones. Yes. Um, people people want you to put a bid in, mate. So many, so many good items. Like it's, it, it is, you know, when you were a kid and you went into the toy store and you had your money or you went to the corner shop and you had your 20 cents and you could, oh, okay, oh, what, what lollies can I afford? Like I'm looking at this, lot 404, a timber bookshelf containing a quantity of books. Uh, mainly children's. Is this the one that upset Peter No, no, no. This is mainly kids' books, this one. Um, the sh- this is – the height is 238 centimetres by 125 centimetres. So this – look, I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five shelves, um, possibly an atlas down the bottom. Uh Right there, that's there's so many, and that that what what are we? What would you bid for that, Professor? You love books. I do love books. Uh, I'm going to say seventy dollars. Between two and three hundred is expected, but currently the bid's at a hundred, mate. So uh, you know what? Get yourself to one hundred and one. You're on board. Do people like reading around here, Brooksy? Yes, uh, big fans of short and long form books. <laughs> short and long form. <laughs> Okay. He's, uh, no novellas here, <laughs> just the short stuff. I'm talking <laughs> Lord of the, the Rings, stuff. part one, two, and three. I've oh, seen it okay. on a few desks over there. Okay. And then there's a few short ones, like... Uh, it's got time to read Lord of the Rings history. Now, this is an interesting one. Um, it's a, I'm going to say, Lot 106. Mm-hmm. Um, it just says, Australian Olympic runner, large-framed photograph. Oh, who's the who's the runner? I don't Sherbo. know. Do you know? It's not definitely. It's not Sherva. <laughs> it's not Sherva. Look at that angle. Loose that shorts, is definitely mate. not Sherva. Mm. Do you know who that runner is? Is it Darren Clark? It might be Darren mm. Clark. I'm, I'm obviously maybe Alan didn't know, but it, it, can you take a guess as to just a photograph? Well, maybe the photograph came with the frame. I'm, often you get those at Kmart where there's already a photo in it. Yeah. Well, what what do you think you'd pay for that, Gibbo? Oh, six hundred maybe. <laughs> You're a fool. Come on, wrap it up. <laughs> oh, okay, maybe 700. Come on, wrap it up. Oh, you're kidding me. 1,200. But how good is it? How good is it? Wow, that that's <laughs> astonishing right there. Because not only had I not heard of that person ever before, to know that that's $1,200. Oof. Mate, Mate do, do you want us to head off? Because that was very good radio. You do not need you wanna, us. You want to get some insight into Alan, right? Yeah. This what, this item, I, and I'll point your attention to uh, lot 339. Yes, let me find it. Uh, yes. This three, is a three. shelf lot, a shelf lot of dictionaries and thesauruses. <laughs> now, what you'll find here is we've not only we've got the, uh, your standard Collins uh, dictionary, and thesaurus, the Australian Oxford Dictionary, because, um, you know, sometimes there's discrepancies between the colons. Um, <laughs> but there is also dictionaries in French, Italian, German, and Spanish. 
Do you think Alan speaks all those languages? I, I can't, can't think that a man who didn't already learn them would be throwing out those dictionaries. And if he didn't speak them, he'd still need the dictionaries. Now, <laughs> can I say... He would have loved the La Liga update, wouldn't oh, he? He would have. <laughs> Spanish. There is a uh, Alan that texted in. Oh, is there? And said, um, he said, go to TAFE, can't put brains in statues, Barney. Mm. That was actually Dunny. Hey, uh, lot one twenty four, a framed photograph of Roger Federer adjusting his tie. Yeah, that's there. <laughs> adjusting his that. tie. He's definitely he adjusting, adjusting his, his tie. tie. What would you pay for that, guys, Gibbo? Just uh, bear in okay. mind, he's adjusting his tie. A hundred dollars. But how good is it? How good is <laughs> yeah, it? It's pretty good, mate. It's sixty dollars for a framed wow, photograph. Sixty bucks. We could get that in here, could we not? How much would Novak adjusting his tie be worth if Roger was 60? Is he more or less? Oh, or Nick no, Kyrgios. Nick Kyrgios. Well, mate, he's bums tie. on seats. Bums on seats. Kyrgios, he's Mr. Showtime. I would pay, I'd pay more for Nick Kyrgios adjusting his tie than Roger Feder, Federer. A picture of Nick Kyrgios in a tie. I don't think I've seen that. Only you? a tie? Ooh, Ooh, nude, I like <laughs> Chippendale size style bow tie with cuffs. <laughs> now, okay. now that, let's see them whinge about the dress code at Wimbledon then, eh? Mm. He wanders out in just a white bow tie and white cuffs. Let me tell <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick. I hope he does really well at the Australian Open, to be honest. Like, so do I. I like the, him. There was some big wins overnight, the young Aussies that beat... Dimonor, Dimonor, yeah, took down uh, Rafa Nadal, and then uh, you know, he, set he got emotional too at the end. Obviously, a bit, uh, bit uh, chuffed. <laughs> yeah, what would if you beat, to beat one of his idols? Well, Rafa's won twenty-two Grand Slams, or is he up to twenty-three? Twenty-two. Mm. Well, they're similar. In uh, Nick Kyrgios seems to get all the high, uh, all the headlines here in Australia. A lot more people watching his games. He gets a centre court action where Alex Dimonor is. Quite a solid player, and so potentially this is going to leapfrog Nick into a busy summer of tennis in Australia. So, three six six one seven five. So he came from one set down to beat Rafa, which I mean, Rafa's the whole thing is there's you know there's uh, you know there's fighting the dog. Well, maybe he's he's struggled a bit. Just he. He's using this tournament to sort of get some sets uh, under his legs. You know what it was? He has lost a couple. He's a massive Villarreal, Villarreal fan. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to get off court because he knew they were they taking were on Valencia. Uh, now, the, the bloke Alex Popperon, Popperon? Popperon. defeated uh, the Canadian Felix Orga Alessimi. Am I saying that right? Yes, you Alex. are. He is in the top ten in the world, right? What is he, eighth? I think he was second seeded in that event, was he not? Yeah, he led Canada to the Davis Cup win late last year. What do we make? What do we make of this as well? Format, We've got this, some good young talent. This team's there. format. Are we are we enjoying it? Because it's my my wife is mad for tennis, and so it's just when once that's on, it's just constantly on. And so I went in and this United Cup. I said, "Well, what's this? This United Cup?" She goes, "It's new." I said, "So what is it?" She goes, "I don't know." Yeah, I, I get the feeling that's kind of that people don't really know what it is. Um, Adam Peacock, the P man. Who oh, is in man. Adelaide was saying that the best players are actually down in Adelaide. I don't know how well, true this is. He rates himself as one of the best players, does he? <laughs> Classic P man. Remember, we started the summer at uh, the Burwood Dome, Burswood mm. Dome, Burwood Dome. Burswood. Sorry, WA people uh, for Hotman Cup. 
Well, it was only two players. I think the United Cup sort of expanded it out a bit more, have a bit more of a team feel. Mm. I know there's a few WTA players, former and current, that really like the fact that Rafa's there cheering on them. Um, there's a bit of a team unit behind the countries rather than just two people. I do like that too because they sit very close. They, they're turning, they're coaching each other. They're like, you know, get the captain sitting there and then the, you've got players pretending not to look a little bit bored when <laughs> their teammates get shellacked. Yeah. <laughs> and it's good too. Like it's, it's actually a good tournament in Australia, don't you think, with the multiculturalism here? Like you've got a lot of... Uh, I, I know when Baghdadis was out here. Oh, yes. You know, you had a lot of the Greek and Cypriot fans down in Melbourne. That's a, that's what this tournament can bring. It can bring the pockets of people that have immigrated over here or got that uh, heritage and to su- support those teams before the big... So we're pro-United Cup? I'm confused. Yeah. I, no, I, 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 I am. We are pro-United Cup. Yeah. Okay. Team's okay. Okay. Think, Gibbo, where did you sit on it? United um, Cup? Yeah, on the fence. On the fence. I'm pro. <laughs> I'll be just a pro. Just like okay, I'm going to go anti. Oh, I knew I should have said anti. I should have said anti. Oh, the way you two carry on. He prefers the Coolum Classic as a lead into the Australian Open. I am sticking with my man, the P-Man. Yep. And Adam Peacock, he told me uh, that he's good mates with um, Scottish gent. What was his name? Andy, Andy Murray. Andy, Andy Murray. Adam, oh, Mark. Adam, uh, Andy Murray. <laughs> Mark. Yeah, Mark, Mark the panel up. Andy, <laughs> Andy Murray. Uh, Adam Peacock spoke to Andy Murray. So, mm. g'day, Adam. Yeah. And um, did, so, so he liked it or didn't like it, Andy? Uh, uh, Andy, well, Andy's uh, he's coming back from quite a serious injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fell off but, the mound. His hip. hip hip fell off. Judy hit his hip. Yeah, I think mm. so. And, and is that his mum? Is yes. that Judy? She is scary, isn't yeah, she? She is scary. Um, and he he said he'd much rather sort of warm up in Adelaide. So yeah, that's what the people. It's a said. great city. Djokovic is there. Consistent yep. weather too. Three of the top ten are over there in Adelaide. There's also the Canberra International on, which doesn't have the best field. I don't want to say that, but. But you understand but the you United. <laughs> it, this is in three cities. It's yeah. Sydney, Brisbane, mm. and Perth. I like that. That's good. Get, like see a bit of Australia before you go down to Melbourne. <laughs> see a bit of Australia. That Exactly. The only difference in terms of where you know where it is is the name on the court too. So see a bit of Australia. Look at that. Some courts have got so no, So no on. tennis for Brisbane. Is that what you're telling me? No, what, Brisbane's, Brisbane's, part, Brisbane's of part of this. Okay. So there was Sydney, there was Brisbane, there was the Hotman Cup, right? Okay. Mm. But know, Hobart, they've, no they've, tennis for Hobart. No, there was a, okay. WTA okay. played down in Hobart. Cairns. No, no cans, tennis for no Cairns. Tennis. No, they had to settle for the tie pants. In yeah, summer. right. That's <laughs> fair enough. Um, all right. Well, I guess United Cup, if they start luring those other big top 10 players, then it will go gangbusters. I, I think it's good that they're trying something new because all these pre-Australian Open tournaments used to be big and then they kind of fizzled. Nobody was interested in, in them anymore. And now they've, I don't know, they've got to do something for these warm-up tournaments, right? It's, it's a chance for them to warm up. It's not really, I think it's... They got record, I think, record crowds down at Melbourne Park last year. Yeah. So the thing is to have these tournaments get it. Like, not everyone's going to be playing in it. Everyone's got different preparation. So it is. If you can get as many down there, some will want to go down to Adelaide and play in a, a specific tournament and uh, simulate what the Australian Open will be. But this is a bit of a get the kids, get the family. Now you say record fun. crowds last year. Obviously, obviously that was Ash Barty that brought them in. Yeah. Do you think those crowds will return this year? There was also the excitement, you know, post-COVID, that was the first big everybody can get out and about. Do you think they'll return this year or based will there on be the, an ash drop-off? Based on the numbers of my family going to Melbourne to get, to watch it, yeah. It'll, I reckon those yeah. crowds will return. How many people in your family are going to Melbourne to watch them? Uh, I know of at least eight. Really? Yeah. In your 
family. Extended family, not my kids. How many days? <laughs> How many? They're doing like the three and four day little trips down. Um, early doors. My like they the um the first week is magic down there in that. You can give you, with your your day pass to the grounds. You can get around and you'd see stuff on the outer courts. You can go like it is, and it's a fun oh. atmosphere there. Have you ever been to the Australian Open? I haven't. No, uh, I'd like to though. It's great. Are you inviting me? Are we going to go? Uh, no, I'm going to be doing radio, and you're going to be on holiday. Oh so, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I am. Uh, I'm going to FNQ. Yep. Um, <laughs> bless you. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be. I haven't been on a proper summer holiday in a long time. Mm. Like I haven't. You know, walked around with my shirt off like a real a-hole in a long time. Nothing like heading to the tropics in the wet season to just really lap up the summer. Well, <laughs> Oops, mate. It, 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 it rains at night and it's cheaper. So, well, that <laughs> – and it's the only time that my wife could get off. She's a doctor, mate. What you wanted to do, just not to sh- rock up to the hospital? Why do you hate my wife? <laughs> All right, let's uh... – Personal? No. Um, <laughs> it's going to be – we're going to love it. It's going to be a lot of fun. What are you going to do with Philby while I'm away? Uh, mate, it's going to be uh, – well, there's going to be the, the test, obviously, to wrap up the third test, which actually I should say, if you are going along to the third test, Brooksy, you and I are going tomorrow morning to the, uh, the end of the Big Three trek. Um, but for anyone going to the test any given day, they should experience SEM Stadium for the very first time at the SCG for the third test. So what you've got to do is when you're in the ground, if you open the SEN app, click on SEN Stadium, and you'll enjoy ball-by-ball commentary from the SEN commentary team in the venue with no delay. So um, like the old stadium is, you'd be able to put on. No need to buy 20 bucks to, to get that out the front. Just get your phone, get the SEN app, Turn it on, have a listen. You can get the whole team, Jared, Damien, Jonty, Barrett, uh, Ian Smith, Phil Jakes, uh, all giving you their expert analysis, the best commentary team in the game for my money. Very good. Very good. That's great. Yeah. That's good. That is going to be great. So it's like sports is for yeah. Yeah, real time. SEN, real time. That's amazing, ball by ball. That's, that is the, kind of the one thing missing from that live experience is the commentator's well, as filthy, filthy Phil threw it up uh, today. Is this going to be? Is this something we're going to see from Sen during the winter codes? Do we? Well, think? they have done it down in the AFL stadiums, Perth Stadium, Adelaide Oval, Melbourne Cricket Ground. Fantastic. So, yeah, rugby league next, oh. maybe Central Coast Stadium. Be, I'd yeah. love to see it there. Shark Park. Seabus. Oh. How good would Seabus be? Wouldn't that be good? Um, well, gents, thank you for another wonderful show. I will see you. You know, in a couple of weeks' time. Good luck with um, the other Newcastle blokes, Steve. And um, you know what? Coming up, it's the Sporting Flame with Jimmy Smith and Simon O'Donnell. Later on, it's uh, Sports Day with Gary Belcher and Matt Rogers. The Global Game with Simon Hill and Alex Brosk. You've been listening to the Summer Rundown with the Professor. Rundown. Remember, you can still find me on my Facebook page. I ain't going away. You search Alan Jones Australia. So stay with me and I'll still be with you. Just search Alan Jones Australia. So good night and good health.